0: You're listening to the Professional Goddess Podcast, a place for sluts who like to make money. I'm your host, Anna D., a.k.a. The Professional Goddess. On my show, we embrace the uncensored stories of being a self-made slutchpreneur. As a stripper turned CEO, I reveal all my juicy trade secrets and share interviews with other female bosses who capitalize on their entire existence. From breaking stigmas in the female business world to challenging norms in the adult industry, industry. We'll tackle it all in six inch stilettos, of course. Now it's time to dive deep into the journey of self empowerment, owning our sexuality. And by each episode, we will earn our PhDs in CE poetry. I'm honored to have you here. And it's my privilege to kickstart the show. A goddess's guide to sobriety and moderation. (laughs) As of today, I am 38 days sober. I am getting to the halfway mark of my 100-day challenge. I tend with, uh, let's see, I tend to gravitate to these challenges of self-discipline because that, for me, is how I hold myself accountable. It is... Proven to be something that works very efficient for me. And I find that the guilt of taking a drink before the challenge ends is catastrophic for me. (laughs) Now, let's preface this episode because I am in no way wanting to shame anyone who has a healthy relationship with alcohol. I am so jealous of you. I think. Running my own business and being isolated in my house, it is literally five o'clock at any time of the day. I think when COVID happened, stocking up on hard liquors definitely changed my relationship with alcohol and my level of responsibility, you know, managing a warehouse, managing employees and having basically a huge effect on their lives and dealing with... Losing family members and dogs and all sorts of things caused me to just reach this plateau where my coping mechanism was alcohol. And when my threshold just got so high and heavy, it really started to deteriorate my insides. And I am like, I'm such a little healthy girly. It's just crazy. I I couldn't find a healthier way to cope. So I'm still doing my best. And it's, it has its ups and downs. So I figured why not just sit in this together and dedicate an episode to what I've learned some, I don't know, just some words of encouragement for you and anyone out there listening. So welcome, radiant goddesses and sludgepreneurs to another soul nourishing episode of the Professional Goddess podcast. And let me tell you. The days of camming, I couldn't do it without a drink. Are you kidding me? All those nasty boys just bullying you in real time? Uh, oh, I commend the girlies who do it sober. And you know what? I'm going to try it sooner than later. I think hopefully my confidence will exude. But today and for now, we're going to embark on exploring a topic that touches many of our lives. The delicate dance of navigating sobriety or embracing moderation when it comes to the nectar of life. Alcohol. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I was just thinking today, are liver transplants like a real thing? Let's see. Liver transplantation or hepatic transplantation is the replacement of a diseased liver. I wonder like how likely it is, likelihood to get, how common are they? In 2021, liver transplant volume continued to grow with a record of 9,200 transplants in the U.S. Let's see, 8,000, <clears throat> 93% of them were from deceased donors. Oh, that's crazy. And it looks like they are just on the rise. Oh, what is the successive one? About 75% of people who undergo the transplant live for at least five years. Oh, great. That means for every 100 people who receive a liver transplant for any reason, about 75 will live for five years and 25 will die within five years. Okay. Moving on. In our last episode, we talked about clean makeup, clean food, so I figured why not just keep it on a roll and talk about another toxin that just doesn't really need to be there, you know, and in a world where celebrations often revolve around spirits and the social fabric of our lives has just been threaded with intoxication. Finding the balance between sobriety and especially moderation is such a fucking task. Right when you think you got it under control, it just sneaks up and slaps you in the face sometimes. And if you are 420 friendly or if that stuff's legal in your state, what a great way to cope if you need it, you know, (laughs) anytime I'm having like a crying spell and you know, I smoke some marijuana, it just totally, like, a wave comes over me of realism, of perspective, of, like, is this really that important to be upset about, definitely gets me right back up to the surface, so I hear a lot of people who kind of just make that switch in general, but sometimes that can be an expensive switch, honestly, both are expensive, all of it, coping mechanisms are very expensive, therapy's expensive, Oh. All of it. 10 seconds is on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your subscriber count, maybe his you know what? Well, how about businesses on Shopify? When I started podcasting, an online store was the farthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling my eBooks, merchandise, and audiobooks for my listeners. And it's so easy, all because I use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the First real-life store stage, all the way to the did-we-just-hit-a-million-dollars-order stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. So whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. When I utilized Shopify's App Store, I realized I could make my product fulfillment so much easier. Instead of manually emailing my customers their e-purchases, I could simply install an app that would automatically fulfill their orders, and it was free. Now I have an automation in place that requests their feedback after the purchase is delivered, so I can continue to grow as an author and educator. And what I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control of your business and take it to the next level level their marketing features make my holiday email campaigns a breeze i no longer have to outsource so many tasks because shopify helps me automate them and when you're a business owner every expense counts shopify powers 10 percent of all e-commerce in the us and shopify's the global force behind Alberts, rothy's and Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash slutchpreneur, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash slutchpreneur now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. shopify.com slash slutchpreneur. Also in the episode description. Oh my goodness. And how how can we really be one and done girlies? Like I admire people so much who can just have one drink and not drink to get drunk. And it's it's difficult when you really like the person you are when you're when you're drunk. Like for me, I'm not like I don't get in fist fights. I don't I mean, sometimes I take off all my clothes, but I think I'm a really fun, exciting drunk. So I think realizing that when I'm in a social setting, I'm still a fun and exciting person without alcohol, that was just a lesson in itself. But let's begin with the essence of sobriety. Choosing a life without alcohol can be a liberating and empowering decision. It can also feel like you're mourning something. And as a goddess, your power lies in the conscious choices you make. So tip number one is to surround yourself with a supportive community and seek like-minded souls who honor and respect your choice for sobriety. I couldn't imagine having a friend that would try to steer me away from a goal I had. So I think sometimes I forget there's a lot of people that have shitty friends still and don't have boundaries and are uncomfortable cutting people off, but Spend time with the circle that uplifts your spirits and encourages the blossoming of your true authentic self. I've been on like the sobriety side of TikTok and it's it's so cool to see these groups of people that, you know, they go get coffee or tea and then they go thrift shop and maybe they go somewhere adventurous like on a hike or, you know, take a walk somewhere and like see things and, and create like memories because how I mean how many times on your hands can you count like a memory with your best friend where you're sitting in a bar but how many can you count where you like take a vacation together and see something amazing because when you are drinking I read this somewhere let's see memory loss drinking I always think about this when I'm on vacation now like I want to remember this moment. And when you drink large amounts, your long-term memory muscles just kind of clock out a little bit. And you will remember something much stronger if you are sober. And I think if you drink, so drinking leading to breast cancer rates. I think for women, it says there's a 30 to 50. increase in breast cancer risk if you're drinking um, about one to two drinks a day, which is, I mean, that's a hard pill to swallow, you know. Tip number two on this sacred journey is to embrace the art of self-care. Because sobriety is not just about abstaining from alcohol. It's a celebration of nurturing your mind, body, and soul. And you'll be really surprised at the time you have with yourself. I think for me, when I'm on the couch at night, doom scrolling a little bit, I realize like I would have just been fuzzied out doom scrolling. Like now my decisions when I'm on my phone are more conscious. I'm looking up new business ideas or, you know, interesting ways to market and reading studies and maybe picking up a book. (laughs) <laughs> I sound like such an old lady but engaging in activities that replenish your energy yoga meditation indulging in creative pursuits new hobbies new sports learning how to paint sign up for a stained glass class go to a farm and pet some goats some cool shit you know the divine goddess within you deserves the utmost care and Attention and expanding all of her talents. Now, let's explore the delicate dance of moderation. Not all of you are sober clover, and that's okay. Like I said, you have some self control, which is just so admirable. So, for those goddesses who choose to savor the nectar of life in moderation, because sometimes I'm like, why not live a little? If we were gonna die tomorrow, I would be chugging some Jameson right now, okay? So tip number three is key. Know your limits. Understand your body's unique response to alcohol and honor these boundaries. You know, if you get just fucking crazy loco when you drink, you should know better maybe not to be in public, to sip slowly. (laughs) So savor each moment and let the experience be a conscious celebration rather than an unconscious escapade. I know me, five feet tall, about 130 pounds now, five drinks is my max. If I have more than five, I am throwing up. It's the way it goes. So for me, if I, if I'm quote unquote drinking responsibly, I'm not having more than five. The next step for me is to have a glass of water in between each one, but still at the end of the day, like that's just five more than I, than I need. So tip number four is to cultivate mindful drinking rituals. Treat each sip as a sacred communion with the universe. So be present in the moment. Relish the flavors and sensations. You know, you aren't just drinking for the sake of drinking. Think of it as like when you go to one of those wine dinners and there's like one that you pair with each meal and you are really honoring the chef and how all the flavors communicate with each other. I mean, that's what I miss the most right now is that sort of thing, the like romanticizing the alcohol when it comes to food. So whether it's a glass of wine or a crafted cocktail, like these are my things, let the experience be a conscious expression of joy rather than a mindless pursuit. I think a big kicker for me is like, are you drinking to cope because you're upset or are you drinking to celebrate? I may not be sober for the rest of my life, but I see myself drinking in a situation where It's, I'm catching up with a friend I hadn't seen in a year, and life's too short to not let loose a little bit with her. But I also see myself sharing how difficult it might be to have a drink with her, and her saying, Let's just go get some mocktail ingredients and fucking play Twister and get high and smoke weed. (laughs) Like, you know, you just, you never know until you really are honest to the people you care about. And Someone the other day, when, when I was having a moment, I was like, ooh, today's a tough one. She said, well, what happens after the drink? Like, I always ask myself, okay, what next? You had one, now what? And it's usually another. So it's like, even if you were to break your streak just to have one, like, what comes out of it? And, and the guilt kind of eats you up, and it's just worse than the drink entirely, I want to continue this exploration and go into tip number 5, establishing alcohol-free zones. Designate sacred spaces where the nectar flows without the influence of alcohol. Create an environment that honors a connection of laughter and authentic conversations in spaces where you can shine without drinking. Coffee shops, tea, You know, so many different spaces you can find, and sometimes going at night, you know, like hookah bars or tea bars and mocktail bars, that it is free of what you don't need or want. Number six is seeking balance in your social circles. So surrounding yourself with people who uplift your spirit, align your intentions, and gatherings that nurture connections beyond the influence. Just sitting with people that you can have genuine conversations with that are just so authentic and being really engaged like at a book club or something, you know, nerdy but awesome. Sometimes these are like this type of connection is just on such a higher vibration and I really encourage it. So if you've made it this far, I want to suggest some mocktail alternatives. If you don't want to spend too much on mocktails, I would start with just tea or kombucha. And we talked about the Yucca app last time. And when I went to Trader Joe's, I scanned a ton of their kombuchas and teas and found some really healthy options. All you got to do is pour that baby in a wine glass and the placebo effect kicks in I can't tell you, I have only survived this sobriety streak by having my fancy, fancy glass filled with fancy, fancy ice cubes and a fancy, fancy kombucha or iced tea. I actually started brewing my own iced teas. I have this big glass jug and I fill it up with two big pots of hot water. I put a shit ton of um, like chamomile tea bags in there. I load it up with some honey, a fresh squeezed lemon, some lion's mane, mushroom tea, all that stuff is so good for your cognitive health. And I brew this little mixture of my own, and then I set it in the fridge. And I've been drinking so much of it. I mean, drinking water alone is difficult for me. So having this tea option has been fabulous. Now, I just googled mocktail, and a few sponsored brands came up. I have tried three spirits. I'm pretty sure I talked about them on the podcast when I was doing 75 hard. Um, three Spirits. I think you can get it on Amazon. They have like the three variety pack. And let's see. There's one in there that I just really, really like. This brown one. These have that zing in them. It's called Nightcap, a calming woody taste. Um, So it's also a sleep aid. Um, So a lot of these mocktails you can find, they have some that are like daytime and some that are more nighttime. So I love that about them because if you drink alcohol, you can't fall into rim cycle immediately. It actually takes way longer, which is why it disrupts your sleep so much. But Three Spirits, uh, they have a website there's also some other alternatives on here. I see a mocktail variety pack in cans called Mingle Mocktails. Uh, this, ooh, this looks interesting, CuriousAlexers.com. They have a Curious Cocktail Club monthly variety pack. Um Wait, are these cocktails or... Oh, they're boo... Okay, mocktails. Each month, you'll receive a rotating selection of three curious elixirs. Booze-free craft cocktails infused with herbs and adaptogens to help you unwind. Non-alcoholic, no refined sugar, and always crafted for complexity with organic ingredients. Okay, I might... I'm sold. (laughs) It's just... It's really important if you are going to a social gathering where people are drinking because that first one is always the hardest. Bring a can of something with you or go to the bar before you sit down at the table and ask the bartender to make you a little mocktail, you know, order a soda and ask him to put it in a wine glass. Like who gives a fuck? I'm telling you, this makes it so much easier and you will feel so liberated when you leave that gathering, feeling good and able to drive home, saving money on Uber and all the things. Oh, thank you so much for joining me on this really special episode that really hits home for me and if it resonates with you i'd love your feedback message me on instagram our instagram is still slutchpreneur i'm still trying to fight for the professional goddess handle but it is getting expensive you guys so anyways until our cosmic energies align again stay beautiful embrace your choices and may your journey be adorned with the divine blessings of self-discovery I love you and I will see you next week. Goddesses, bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Professional Goddess Podcast. If you want to keep the show going and growing, make sure to leave a five-star review. Shop my merch and ebooks at professionalgoddess.com. Make sure to use code SLUT at checkout for a little surprise. My book, Slutpreneur Secrets, is now available on Amazon. Have a question, episode request, or want to be a guest on the show? Email my team via management at professionalgoddess.com. And lastly, if you want to get all up inside me, subscribe to my premium content on OnlyFans at Professionalslut.com. All these links and other socials will be in the show notes of the episode. But most importantly, thank you for subscribing to the show and I will talk to you next week. Bye sluts.